my back hurt so bad because I was in bed for fucking 16 hours. I woke up yesterday and I didn't, I didn't, bam, we're live. I didn't feel like myself, like, like maybe like I had allergies or something or my throat was all scratchy. I didn't know what it was. And then at about noon, my eyes started burning and my head started pounding. Mm. It was fucking crazy. And then I just lost all my like physical strength. So at like 2.30, I climbed into bed and, and Greg was having this huge, uh, you know, launch of the broken science party at his house and everyone was there. My wife sent me pictures of the kids over there with like Rodney Mullen and shit. And then, uh, and then they, and I just, guy was stuck in bed. And then finally at like nine o'clock, I took four, uh, Advil PM and I went to sleep and then I woke up at six, six this morning. I can't tell if I'm better or not. No, no, no respiratory stuff though. You know what I mean? Just all head pounding and, uh, all I can think of is, is it felt like I had the worst allergies of all time in the world. But I don't really have allergies, so I don't know what it could be. You sound a little better. Do I? Okay. I can't tell yeah. what's going on. I'm in so much pain, though, right now because I was in bed for 18 hours. Oh, you're back? Fucked up. <laughs> Fucked up. And I didn't work out yesterday because I was sick. It was it was crazy. Yeah, Allison, yeah. good morning. Welcome back. Welcome I back. saw Allison briefly last night. Oh, she was at Greg's? Yeah, I was like running and gunning though, so I didn't get a chance to say hi. Hi, Allison. Hi, Caleb. Hi. Hi, Caleb. Hi. When uh, there's this um, confusion as human beings that we think that when we have a problem that we're going to think our way out of it. And what's funny about that is, is, is thinking almost is the cause of every single problem. So you, you think you have $4,000, you loan it to someone because you think it's yours. And those are all just thoughts. And then the person doesn't pay you back. So now you have a thought that you think that the money was yours and you gave it to that person. And now you think they owe it to you back because that was what you guys decided, but it's all just thinking it's all made up. It's all delusion. And then the only way ever to get over any of that is to accept the fact that it, it wasn't your money and let it go. You're not going to think your way out of it. You, do you want to die thinking that that person owes you that money? Do you want to hold on to that forever? That's how everything works. You never think your way out of a problem. Never, ever, ever, ever. You have to accept the problem. You never think your way out of a problem. Almost. I mean, I, I mean I'll say almost because my wife doesn't like it when I say never. Because you have to realize what is a thought, what is a story, what is the narrative, what have you spun up, what lie are you telling yourself? And if you do think you thought yourself out of a problem, I have an eating disorder, I have an eating disorder, I have an eating disorder, you're going to have to at some point accept it. You don't get to add other thoughts to it that make that problem go away. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. That's not how the brain works. It's not like um, it doesn't work that way. There's acceptance, except the, the person you absolutely hate the most. God, we're seeing some really disgusting stories. Uh, just another story to call a story, a disgusting story. I know it's brutal, man. Acceptance is the only way. I, I like the last time you were talking about too, like doing something. And then if somebody doesn't uh, reciprocate in the way you thought, then you're like upset about them or to them. Right. Like, hey, right, right, I, just right. held, I just held the door open for you. You didn't even say thank you. 
fuck off. Like it's a little bit different, but at the same time, no, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And then because you have a thought that goes with holding the door open for someone. Yes, exactly. And then now you're thinking, oh, well, they didn't, they didn't reciprocate that thought. So they must dislike me or I must, I must now dislike them. Or you spin some story about how you're angry about it rather than just doing it because maybe that's the person who you are. You're doing it for yourself. And, and then at the dinner table that night, you spin up a story on top of that. I can't believe how rude people are. I held the door open for Starbucks and six people walked through and not one of them said thank you to me. Oh, so yeah. guilty of that shit. So good. <laughs> a while ago, uh, everywhere I always used to go, my dad, everybody called everybody, sir. Didn't matter if it was like the gas station, tended outside, cleaning out the trash. Didn't matter if it was the guy rubbing through your recyclables to clean it up or the CEO of some company, right? Everybody was, sir. And uh, I remember asking sometimes, no one ever really called you that. Why did he goes, it's not for, it's not for them. It's for us. It's a standard in the way that we conduct ourselves. So we're not doing it in the hopes of that it's reciprocated and somehow we're doing it because that's the standard that we hold. We're doing it for ourselves. So that always stuck with me. I, I, I need to take my hot girl walk this morning feeling sort of low. Trish. Uh, Trish, Trish, Trish. I'll be right back. Yeah, take your time. Yeah, you do sound better. I was worried about you last night when I called you. Oh, yeah. I've never, I've I never you heard a picture? you picture. Like I had, two, I had two sweatshirts on. I was under the blankets. I was just shaking. I was a mess. Oh. Hey, and I was so bummed I wasn't at Greg's event. I mean, I came all the way out here. Oh, my gosh. I know, and it was it was funny because last night, literally everybody I ran into, they're like, oh, hey. And then the next words, where's Sevon? And I was joking because I was like, whenever I go to events at the gym, I come in and I'll say hi. And everybody goes, oh, hey, where, where's Grace? Then I go to other events and be like, hey, where's Savon? I'm like, hey guys, what about me? Okay. What about I'm me? A, I was spinning the story. I was spinning the story. <laughs> I get that too, but well, if I go somewhere without my wife. Where's your wife? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they don't want to see me. <laughs> uh, um what 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 the the thought that I had that made me think of this thing, it's a, it's a little bit disconnected. It's a little dis disjointed but crossfit made a huge mistake it's crazy because i trained that dude over there who's making these mistakes it's so sad um they put their apology on facebook instagram and twitter you don't ever do that you don't ever do that you don't start your apology what is your apology what why would crossfit apologize for 23.1 why would they Come up, I don't care whatever reason you come up with. You don't put it in all three places. As a matter of fact, you don't even put it on any of those platforms. Don, buddy. I am Mr. Don Fall. Maybe I'll see Don today. Hmm. Uh, how, how bizarre that you would let that apology go on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where it, you're basically just asking, you might as well have just gone out there and said, hey, talk shit about us. Why not put a tasteful apology just on your own website? That's what I would have had my team do. I would have never had my team apologize fucking on social media. It's crazy too, by the way, if you want to see the different kinds of social media, Twitter is really a vicious place. Twitter's like oh, the red, because on, on yes. Instagram, it's a little more balanced. Hey, it's no big deal. You guys loaded the wrong weights. Fuck it. Bygones be bygones. But Twitter is just like, man, enormous, enormous miscalculation, dude. You have, you have children running your shit, bro. Yeah, that's a bummer. I think they, if you, you're talking you, about it. It's not even apology. a B team. It's not even a B team. <laughs> it's not. It, 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 these are like TikTok people running it. This, these are like slaves to social media. Why would you apologize? Why would you explain yourself on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook or all three places? That's what I mean. You're not going to 
and this is where I, I, I this is a little deeper pit of uh, bit of wisdom, but you're not going to fix that problem by thinking your way out of it. I was thinking, oh, they think that they're doing that for themselves. They think they're taking like ownership or something by saying sorry on these platforms. Platforms. There's nuances to this. Just put up a one page, uh, like, hey, we fucked up. This is the situation, uh, and we're working on it. By by the way, when this event, when this happened. Were you going to say something before I go talk about damn the damn daily issue? No, I was only just going to say like in in regard to apology, maybe maybe just to just to Gabby and Laura, right? Because they're like, hey, sorry, you got to do the work. Yes, we fucked yes. up. That's on us. If you guys want to post something about it, we're cool with it. We're just going to release an apology on the uh, website, and we're it is what it is, and we're just going to move on from this. Or if you're going to put it on social media, just lean in hard. Be like, well, guys, we're at it again. You thought it yeah. was going to be better this year? Psych. And then just or, or, or you know what would even been crazier is have Adrian come on. Mm. A straight video of Adrian. Way harder to hate on Adrian uh, to his face when he's talking to you through video. But but to put yeah, it on yeah. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, I mean, you're just at – it's like, hey, ass pound us in every room. Like, well, what are you just, doing? What, yeah, that's why? just PR. Yeah, and then on it's a, top it's of a that, PR debacle. It's a failure. It's a failure. It, 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 all, I guarantee you, by saying sorry in all those places, all you've done is let the world know, "Hey, we're fuck ups, and these people hate us for it." That's just, just say. on yeah. your full on your platform, a single page. This isn't rocket science, Don. But what this is is it's having just anyone with the uh, uh, is the word modicum, modicum. I need to look that up. Where's Caleb? We didn't look up that word. <laughs> I, he's not in his chair. I can. He, he's left. I got it. I look it up. M O D D I C U M. God, I should never spell out loud. People find out how dumb I am. Um, yeah, you never do that. You never, ever, 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 ever do that. Apologize on three platforms like that with the with knowing that the net 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 outcome is going to be just attracting haters. Yeah. It, it, it's chum for haters. Yeah. And it's one of those things too. If like, <laughs> if there was a hundred people that knew and that cared about it, it's going to be the same hundred people that are going to know and care about it. Yes. Most of all, whether you do the apology or not. Right. Yes. But yes. now it's like you said, you exacerbated the issue. It was like a small little house fire. Now you let the whole forest on yes. fire. <laughs> you let the whole forest on fire. <laughs> now the whole place is a place instead of just the small contained one. You know, you knew Hillary's going to make a video about it. You know, the podcasts are going to talk about it. You know, you know what I mean? So just let that be. And then just dude, Hiller, Hiller went to town. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but I can only imagine. He went to I, town, and it's got a shit ton of views. Haley, uh, the sheets in that bed are soaking wet because I was sweating all night. I mean, it's like a puddle in there, and you're never going to believe this. Avi peed the bed last night. It's Yeah, I'm on my show. But it, and the crazy <laughs> thing is, is I mean, it's, it's your fault because you keep them up so late. You took them to the movies and you bought them probably like Twizzlers or some shit. Just blame the wife. Let the, let the eight-year-old <laughs> off the hook. I'm just joking, babe. Definitely not your fault. But um, And we're out of soap to do the wash. All right. Well, That's funny. You, you said you guys want a little behind the scenes in my life. Dude, I thought for sure last night. So... I was so because I got into bed like at two thirty. I was so fucking sick, and I was just shaking. And when, then Avi wanted to sleep with me last night. So and there's a king size bed at this VRBO. So like in the middle of the night, I'm just soaking wet, right? 
And then a couple hours later, he's tapping me and he's like, I peed my pants. I'm like, no shit. I'm like, no, you didn't. I'm like, that's me. I'm sweating like a pig. He's like, no. I'm like, how do you know? He's all smell. (laughs) (laughs) Smart kid. Didn't pass the smell test. That was a tough night. Yeah, I think wait, I think what you had claimed the video of Adrian, I think would have probably been the best, uh, the best response there. Just a, a video of him apologizing and explain the situation. Explain, like you, I like what you said. Lean into it. Yeah, and then just ladies and gentlemen, I'm Adrian Bosman. Things don't always go as planned. I Didn't that it. happen at the games one time too? In that did faster I, jump rope workout where it was loaded wrong and it was supposed to be 135, but yeah. it was 125 or something like that. Maybe, but maybe it was everyone. Hold, uh, Seven, when you are sick, do you feel like you just ignored it and it will go away? Like, yeah, totally. Hey, like literally I was at, uh, yesterday I took the kids out to eat at this restaurant and um, I I, st- I started just falling apart right there in the restaurant. You know, has that ever happened to you? You're just somewhere and all of a sudden you get sick and you just start falling apart. Mm-hmm. I was like falling apart and I'm just like, there's no fucking way. And I kind of enjoyed being sick yesterday. Like I felt like I was drunk. Kind of enjoyed it. Hey, what about modicum? Is that does it mean just like a little bit? What's modicum? Yeah, oh sorry, oh, I, had okay. up and I didn't. I didn't uh, bring it up here. This is tough on the laptop. Kudos to you, Caleb, for doing uh, this on the laptop overseas. Here we go. A small quantity of a particular thing. Okay, Especially that's someone's something. favorite word now because it says "come" in it. Yeah, modicum. Thank you, modicum. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I. 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 I just. I feel so. I feel so bad for them. Uh, Sean O'Key, fifty dollars. I re- it's too e- uh, wow thank you holy shit dude is that real is that Matt's long lost cousin or something I don't know but that's really kind <laughs> um see <a> disguise <laughs> Patrick Vellner got 304 yeah just uh it, there's just so many mistakes being done over there that don't need to happen I mean it's good for me Great concept. Yeah, and it allows me to get on my high horse and just be like, yo. Yeah. I, you know, uh, this mistake is so bad that I actually thought about not saying it on the air and just going straight to uh, Don with it. Like, text Don and be like, yo, Don, what the fuck, dude? But chain yeah. of command, Savon. You can't just go straight to the top all the time. You got to route your route all your sources first. <laughs> uh, my wife, Marie, and I watch the, uh, all the time and love your show. Well, thank you. Say hi to Marie. Thanks for uh, waking people up, guys. We're doing our best. Laura did the workout again, got 261. Top girl score is 380. <laughs> Not possible, right? Okay. <laughs> is that one of those f- the fake scores? Somebody uh, implements, in, inputs it wrong? Definitely. We had somebody from our gym do that like probably three years ago on accident, like did the scaled version of like the handstand, one of the handstand push-up workouts. And then Morning Chalk Up uh, published her on it. It was like the top three scores are, and her name oh, was up the cross. And she was awesome. like mortified. She was so terrified about it. We thought That's it was awesome. hilarious. I got to find it. It's a, and we still have screenshots of it. <clears throat> uh, I don't remember what year it was, but one of the years when we did the open, we did it in someone's garage at their house. And Joe Alexander, I think he's a flow master and a former Navy SEAL. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think I am. He was judging Dan Bailey, and he judged, and he count, miscounted one of the reps or two of the reps. Mm. Yeah, and, and that's one of those things that you needed all the cleans to advance. So that's like a oh, big deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what ends up happening is uh, Joe Alexander lost his job. Uh, he, he, 
uh, he didn't lose his job as a flow master, but he was no longer allowed to judge that year at the CrossFit Games. There was a swift and immediate. Um, and I love Joe. Everyone loves Joe. Joe's awesome. Joe's fucking the man. Uh, I've been part of the equipment. I've been part of the equipment on the gym multiple years, and we have to check the weights multiple times and caught mistakes too. Oh, so I'm guessing Vincent uh, Ramos at his affiliate, he's the dude who sets up the gear for the Open. No, he's a volunteer at the games. Oh. Yeah. How do you know that? I met him at the games. Damn, you know your shit. Yeah, and um, and Vincent, I do have those uh, shoes, so next time I run out to uh, Sevon's house to return equipment and we hang out when he gets back to Santa Cruz, I'll, uh, I'll uh, take care of that for you and make sure he gets the note. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I know what you're talking about, but yeah. Uh, the top men's validated rep from, uh, we're getting a report right now, is 380. But the video link is broken. That's 76 more reps than Vellner. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. It's validated, but the link's broken. That makes sense. Uh, I guess there's some issue with the tiebreaker, too. All right. Uh, anyway, just it just lets you know. Th- I, I guess we could just be patient there. It, it's, 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 but it's definitely the rookie hour over there. Uh, the, that wall ball, ball target, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but we talked about what it said uh, in the, what is that called? Not the range of motion, but the, in the rule book. Course. Well, that too. And that's where I was going. In the rule book, it talks about where the wall ball has to hit. And then someone showed me, not only is that in the rule book for the games, but that's in the judges course. Uh-oh. Yeah. And, there was yeah, a discrepancy between the two. Dude, the picture doesn't match up to what the writing says. <laughs> Classic. The, the picture doesn't match the writing. Classic. Was it so, an old photo? So you don't know. Or? So you don't know what the uh, what the uh, what the rules. Of the what's what? There's a word for it. The that'll come to me. Some sort of phrase. I think valid. Really- you don't know what's a valid a valid throw. Here it is. Oh yeah. Wow, Caleb, you're good. Uh, this is someone sent me this in a text. Judges course I, t- I took last night to validate scores versus the standards. You can't make this shit up. So it says the ball has to clear the center of the ball has to clearly go over the line and they have a red cross by it. But the center of that ball is clearly over the line. And then and then the picture shows it the ball over the line. It's like, which one is it? And then look at the top one. Check, check. I mean, it's so con- it's bizarre. They live in bizarro world, dude. Oh, uh, I don't know if, if that's what I'm doing. Are you comparing the judges' course photo to the new standard? What did, I think it was the same, the same. I think it was the same photo. I think that the top one is from the well, judges' course, and the bottom one is from the standard. Just get the wall ball over the ten foot target. You mean the whole ball, or you just have to hit it? I say you should just have to hit it. Just make yeah. a target, and well, I guess some people. Well, I guess some people, it's not just floating. I don't know if it is simple, Victor. I don't. I don't think it's that simple. The judges' course was having issues too. Did the server? Did you take it by any chance? No, I didn't. Uh, like the server and stuff on it was like super slow, and it would say it would save your stuff, and then you go back and you'd have to like repeat it. 
Uh, I kept just putting in this infinite loop of the pulling one where you would get all the questions right and then it like wouldn't save and then it wouldn't say complete. Then I'd have to go back and like redo it and redo it and redo it. It got to the point where you just knew the answers. It was like six. <laughs> that's that's like all uh all the computer training that we have to do in the military. Like it'll eventually you just keep repeating and repeating and then you know all the answers. <laughs> Uh, I saw Trish says, sorry, uh, I'm a bit foggy this morning. Well, that's weird that you said, sorry. It doesn't seem, it seems out of character that you're saying. She sorry. never says, sorry. Yeah. I'm uh, a bit foggy uh, this morning too. Uh, four This is a good one. I think this, I don't know who this guy is, but I think he makes two appearances on the show this morning. <clears throat> Here we go. In the Deep South, days of KKK, Jim Crow segregation. It was the greatest environment for a young man to grow up in. We as Black Americans, even though segregated, were the same way as other Americans across our country. It was the Jewish communities, it was, it was the, the Polish communities, the German communities, it was all together. They understood one thing about our country. What a great place to be. We're all proud to be Americans. And we understood the only way that you can actually get respect is not through demanding it, but commanding it. And how do you command respect? The old American way? You work harder, you run harder, you study harder, and you gain people's respect. That was my community, by the way. A little history that you don't know about, because left has done a really good job of hiding this process. You see, it was the 30s, the 40s, 50s, and 60s. There was a black community, my community, that led our country and the growth of the middle class. Men matriculated from college. Men committed to marriage, over 70% in a percentage of entrepreneurs. And that entrepreneur base of 40% in our community led to 50 to 60% of black Americans in the 1960s being part of the middle class. So no, don't believe the leftists about how oppressed we've been. We were kicking butt, period. I lived it. I grew up in the Deep South, days of KKK. And you can see all the statistics, by the way, if you pick up a Thomas Sowell book. Thomas Sowell, Sowell. The oldest Bible in the world, 1,100 years old. This is for you guys out there. This is for my base, the Bible beating base. My Christian base. For the caller yesterday. Yes. I think that I think that is true, though. Isn't that isn't that weird about the show? I think the show does have like a Christian base. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I'd have never in a fucking million years thought that I would have be like surrounded by Christians. Like if you'd asked me when I was like in the tenth grade. <laughs> For tenth grade, two years ago, <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm confused too, dude. So you're gonna this story. Susan's gonna love this story. Susan, I think this dude who owns this Bible bought it for three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars or two seventy-five. Not even that long ago. Wow. I want to say in the last twenty years. And I think he's going to sell it for, uh, I, I saw it anywhere between 35 and 50 million. Uh, oldest near complete Hebrew Bible set to fetch uh, 50 million at auction. Oh, shit. I think it was printed in 1100 uh, AD. Uh, Sotheby's will bring, uh oh, Sotheby's will bring a classic, your favorite book, the Bible. I just made that up. A Codex Sassoon. That's what will bring the Codex Sassoon, the earliest, most complete Hebrew Bible extent dating to the late ninth century to auction in May. Composed of 24 uh, books divided into three parts. Uh, the Pentateuch, the prophets, Pentateuch, Pentateuch, the prophets and the writings. The Hebrew Bible makes up the foundation for Judaism as well as the other uh, – Abrahamic. Thank you. Abrahamic faiths. Thank you, Caleb. 
Uh, see if you can whisper those so people don't hear you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, Christianity, in which these texts are referred to as the Old Testament and are incorporated into the biblical canon by the Catholic, Orthodox, and Protestant sects, among others. Oh, that's the OG book where all like like as well as Islam. So all these other th this is like um it it's like some book that uh like J.R. Rowling made and then there's like a million spin-offs, right? Like this the is like, Rosetta Stone. There's yeah, there's like so many spin-offs off this original Bible. Islam, the Jews. Everyone, everyone's like splitting their own shit off. Or or were the Jews the first one, the Christians are the split off. Anyway. I wonder I wonder if you can buy this book. Like like a reprint of it now, you know what I mean? Like the guy who owns it for fifty million. The oh, here we go. Uh, coming to auction for the first time in more than thirty years with an estimate of thirty to fifty million dollars. Damn. Uh, Sotheby's recently established a new benchmark for the historical text and manuscripts at auction with the sale of the first printing of the U.S. Constitution. Dude, it's a fucking printing, and it got forty three million dollars for the first printing of the U.S. Constitution. Excuse me. Uh, while the Sassoon Bible has been uh, recognized for its importance by scholars for generations, it has remained virtually out of public view for centuries and will be exhibited for the first time in 40 years at Sotheby's London before moving to a Tel Aviv uh, in March, Dallas in April, Los Angeles in April, and finally New York in May. Several owners' notes found on the pages of this manuscript attest to the travels of the Codex. Imagine you wrote in that book. <laughs> <laughs> like... Like you just put like a little note to yourself that has nothing to do with the Bible. Love this verse. Yeah. Or 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 don't <laughs> highlighted forget it. Don't forget after you read to take the uh, to feed the cows. <laughs> um. Uh, it was probably rebound at this stage. Okay, so it's been rebound by an anonymous hand added uh, a dedicatory inscription to the pages consecrated to the Lord God of Israel to the synagogue uh, Maccasin. Uh, surprisingly little is known about the Jewish history of Mackesson, except that the famed early 12th century Norman convert to Judaism, Obadiah Hagar, passed through her town on his way from Aleppo to Baghdad. Oh, so someone converted this cat to being a Jew, to a Jew. Can you imagine that? Someone just passes through your town on the back of a donkey and switches you from Christian to Jew? Uh, come here. Look it, Chris. Draw a dick on it. Uh, how hot Abraham's wife? Uh, how hot? Can you believe how hot? How hot Abraham's wife was? Dude, there's no way you could be drunk at six thirty a.m. Anyway, uh, so I, you know, some books uh, increase in value. Did you have fun yesterday? What are you doing at Greg's, Sousa? Yesterday, we just went there and um, I took some still photos and got everybody's, well, tried You're to get part of the Broken Science Media team. Yeah. So I got some still photos of the people at the event and then we just well, worked with a couple people to make sure all their slide deck was ready. And I actually wasn't there for very long. I, uh, I pulled the Dave, I showed up for five minutes, took a shitload of selfies, bounced. Oh no shit! <laughs> Pretty much, I didn't mind. Well, you had been there all. <laughs> you had been there all. You had been there all day, right? Yeah, yeah. And minus minus selfies part. And then we came back uh, to the ballroom, which I am in right now, 
and um, got everything set. And then I actually just decided to do the podcast in here so we could just run it right up until the time I have to start working in here. Oh, you're in the ballroom where the Broken Science event's going to take place? Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, is anyone else in there? Negative. In fact, I showed up and they don't actually lock the doors. Apparently, they just zip tie them together. And the poor security guard that was trying to let me in at 7 a.m., which we asked to have it opened at, had yeah. like a pair of like kids' scissors trying to like get them. And I would just felt bad for the guy because the zip tie was like super thick. It was like FBI raid your house thick. Did and, he get it? Uh, but he got it open? Oh, he got it. He got it. Yeah, yeah. It just took a moment. And I was just sweating, stayed there at my backpack, which wasn't helpful because I'm watching the time go on the to get ready for the podcast. <laughs> and so I was just kind of hovering over his shoulder. But, um, here we go. So this is looking out from the stage. All we can see. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, nice. Wow. Oh, shit. That's nice. I'll be standing in the back somewhere. Do you think it's irresponsible? <coughs> Do you think it's irresponsible of me to come there if I was sick yesterday? Um, not if you stay in the back. This is what the front of it looks like. Uh, Sousa doesn't have a knife, Kenneth DeLapp. That's amateur hour. Uh, well, yeah. <clears throat> I flew here, brother. No check bags? Never. Not if you I can get, avoid it. You got to get one of those uh, like fiberglass things. It'll just You just sneak it through security. A fiberglass thing? There's like, they have these knives that won't get picked up by TSA. You oh, just hide it in your belt loop. That makes me feel comfortable. <laughs> Bad guys will do bad guy things, man. 100%. My parents made me go to Sunday school. You, oh, by the way, when you donate 50 bucks, I'll read all your shit. Uh, Sean O'Keefe. My parents made automatic. us... Automatic. <laughs> yeah, automatic. Parents uh, made us go to Sunday school. I always use humor to get through it. I believe there is a God, but man's influence ruined my family going to church. I mean, there's that there's that phrase, right? Uh, God was made in the image of man. Uh, okay. 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 Uh, Le douche. LeBron Le douche. 446. <laughs> LeBron Le douche. Oh, hey, Bruce. You know what's crazy? The show numbers are skyrocketing, by the way. And 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 the live viewership is, is – is, it's weird. It's like doubled. I wonder how much of that has to do with the fact that you started making thumbnails. I, I want to say it's zero, but I think I'm lying to myself. I want to say it's all because of me. But I suspect it is not true. Some awesome thumbnails. Yeah. So uh, thank you. I think you have changed the the game for us, Bruce Wayne. Bruce posted a picture of himself yesterday. He looked like the John Travolta. It was a trip. A former NBA a player takes vicious shot at LeBron James after he broke scoring record. By the way, it's not a vicious sh- uh, shot at all. Uh, morals zero, values zero, principles zero, empathy zero, bow down to China one. Congratulations <laughs> to King James for breaking the all-time scoring record, 38,388. Hey, it's cool. Basketball is cool. Of, of all the professional sports, I think it's one of the coolest for sure. You're, the athleticism, all that. But at the end of the day, it's just putting a ball through a hoop. There, it, it is nothing. It is yeah. just such nothingness and if you become great at doing something that's so meaningless as lebron and you don't have morals values principles or empathy and you bow down to china you're you're kind of the worst of the worst kind of human beings 
Imagine what how he could change the world. Oh, Imagine if he sure. would have said, "Hey, I'm not taking the injection," and I and I say that everyone in the NBA not take it. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't believe in Black Lives Matter. I believe all lives matter. What if he? What if he had done all that? What if him and Lil Wayne, Denzel, and Morgan Freeman would have got together, been like, "Yo, it's like this, motherfuckers." Damn. Crazy, right? Yeah, if you actually crazy. <laughs> He was super young when he got brought into the fold of the Hollywood fucking media. You want to you want to get rid of a machine. word? I could get behind this. You want to get rid of a word? Never say black people again. Never distinguish between ethnicity or uh, never never describe someone by skin color. Let's just switch to uh, ethnicity. I was talking about that yesterday about Elizabeth Akinwale. I could give two fucks about her being the most decorated black female CrossFit athlete or, or, or black athlete. I want to know what ethnicity she is. What is she, where is she from? Where, where's your people? That's what I want to know. Yeah, and most people won't even uh, get past your first sentence of that before the outrage kicks in. The story spins up and they don't even understand what you said. Uh, you mean in regards to what? Whoa, what you, you mean said? what I just said just now? Yeah. Yeah, well, they're clueless. They would never even get past that very first, the very first sentence. It would just yeah. stick there, and they're like, "Oh, there it is. We found it. Attack!" It's crazy. They're like, "Hold on, did you listen to the whole thing?" No. Hey, I do think it would be. I do. I do think it would be crazy impressive, though. I was if like a girl. Like I do think it's pretty crazy impressive when girls make it in guys' sports. But the, but there's like like if there was a female a field goal kicker or something in the NFL, mm-hmm. I could get behind that. Like then distinguishing. I don't know why. I, I guess it's because it's just so, it's so like, I do think that there, I don't think, cause I don't think that there's a difference between people with black skin and white skin, but I do think that there's a difference between people with penises and vaginas. <laughs> call, call me weird. Evident by a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. I'm just weird like that. My, uh... but, and, and I think if you do start distinguishing between people like that, um, strictly by the color of their skin, instead of celebrating what you're really doing on the most deepest, it, once once again, it's just how the human brain works. It's like how you t- if you tell someone don't fall, uh, all you're telling them to you're just introducing the idea of fall to them. We don't do don'ts as human beings. That's like one of the hardest things as a parent. You see your kid doing something like you're, this scares you. You should give them like hold on tight, not don't fall. Don't you're strong. I, I know you're strong. You know, just say something good like that. God, you're strong. Um, yeah. but, uh, um, put, put your attention on your hands, but, but when you think you're, you're, you're celebrating a, a difference, all you're doing is reinforcing the difference. And, um, and I think it is okay to reinforce the difference between men and women. I, I, I don't think that I think we it should are, be celebrated. Uh, yeah. Celebrated. Thank you. Celebrated. It should be celebrated. And, and, and there's a, it's like the yin and yang, man. It's the two opposite sides, but they balance each other out. Without one, you can't have the other. Look at Brian Spin knows all the good shit. I think her dad's from Nigeria. On the case. What about um? What about uh? Cara Saunders? Did you see her post? Someone sent this to me this morning. I, I'm slow. I don't know why. I'm like I didn't know Barry my cock in her. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't because I would have got hammered by you guys if I was the only one. Hey, so yesterday I was freaking out about everything. <laughs> well, now everybody is coming out saying, "Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't." Know. I made a safe space. I made a safe space. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, God. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm a 
Susan's like, yeah, my first handy was from uh, my neighbor. His name was Todd. Yeah, it's, I'm being it safe. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, dude, my first handy was from a neighbor named Todd. <laughs> yeah, Everybody go. just comes out. It was yeah. the same dude. What the hell? Yeah. Holy shit, we're all neighbors. Todd's just he's, out here skiing. He's made he, Susan's <laughs> 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 he, he, made it safe. So, but, so yesterday I was freaking out the whole show looking at the names. And then finally uh someone gave me one. What it was like eating ass or something? Huge anus. Or there was Hugh Hugh ass asshole. Hugh, and then there was uh, Eaton Ass, I think. E-A-T-O-N. Anyway, there'll be a name in there eventually. It was pretty funny. He was so proud of himself. Have you ever known anyone who's like um, like a horse person, like a hardcore horse person? Like yeah. they got horses. And have you ever heard them talk about how sometimes you have to break a horse? Yeah. No. It, it sounds like the fucking worst thing ever. I don't think I would be made to do that. It's basically you have to fight the horse. It, it, which, which, uh, oh, it, here it is. Eat, eat, turn, eat in my ass. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Eaton. Uh, I, I guess, I, 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 I guess when I say you fight the horse, you have to abuse the horse. You have to like beat, beat up the horse. You have to do some shit that like looks like you should go to jail. I, I can't, I can't believe it's, it's okay to do it. But, it, but if you hit four, uh, if you hit 444, here here's a guy trying to break his horse. And um, I personally like the way this one ends. I think in a lot of circumstances, it might not be so good. Uh, this one's going to be kind of hard to see. You'll see it a few times, and don't worry. They play it in slow motion. It's some, it's some pretty crazy shit. Uh, enjoy this. I don't know why I follow this Instagram account, but I do. <laughs> this is the same one last week where the horse they put the horse in the back of the truck that was full of people. <laughs> <laughs> You might have to mute it. Okay, so he kicks the horse, right? <laughs> and then after this, they're going to show you how he's kind of chasing the horse in a circle. So, like, the horse knows it's coming. Look how much that guy's pulling on the horse's face so he can lean back and kicking him at the same time. It's like the way. It's like grabbing the back of some dude's head and then um, kneeing him in the face. Okay, here we go. Boom. Now look at this. Boom. Oh, look at look how he's chasing. That horse knows he's going to get kicked. Look. and Boom. Horses are smart. I, they just yeah. – they, they kind of know what's – but they're I'm also kind of, – I'm kind of okay with that. Uh, yeah. I don't Take think you get to kick someone. <laughs> and, and and look at that. That dude kicks his toe. That dude's got like boots on, right? He kicks his toe into the underside of the horse. It looks like it's like his shin. He like took puts his shin right around right under his belly. He gets some well, that makes me feel flash. better. Hey, if you're gonna kick a horse like that, you gotta be smart enough not to be in the wrong. Uh well, that's why he's got his vest on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, so Corey, there is a list of uh, there's a list, buddy. A list. You're not on goes, the list. You're, yeah, you're not on the list. But there's a list that I send every morning to Caleb and Souza. <laughs> He's been tripping out for like the past thirty minutes. Uh, the horse knew it was coming. It's been kicked before. Yeah. Oh, I'm starting to get sick again. Have I ever blown my nose on air? 
might be a first. You've done far worse. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I knew someone would j- chime in here. It's a hot girl with thick black hair. Renee Pape. Is that a real name? Renee Pape? Renee Pape. Renee I think Pape. so. Okay. I live on a ranch, and this is not normal for breaking a horse. I've trained a lot of horses, and so has my family. This is the worst of the worst on YouTube. Oh, good. Well, that makes me happy. So you like it that that horse kicked them too. Like, sit down, dude. Wham. I think usually they just exercise them without anybody on them for like an extended period of time. Uh, uh, say that again, Caleb. They usually just like exercise them without anybody on them for an extended period of time. So they'll just like run them in a circle a bunch until they finally. Oh, so, like break then, them down. so then they'll chill out a little bit. Right. Makes sense. Renee, are you sense. crazy That's, horse I girl? do that to my kids. I mean, you, you yeah, you dogs, horses, kids, all the same. What did, girlfriends. What did you say, Susan? <laughs> I asked, I asked uh, Renee if she's a crazy horse girl. I've only met one girl that was really into horses and she was nuts. Uh, yeah. And in, in like a good way though, I guess. Yeah, Susan, were you a fan of the horse girl? Uh, meaning she was good in bed. Is that what you're saying? Okay. I call her high. <laughs> What's up, boys? It's Plumber. Plumber. Uh, if, if a guy, just, if just real quick before uh, we have Wholesome Plumber on. If a guy calls a woman crazy, that's code for all the other guys know what that means, just so you know. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, okay. Hi, hi, Mr. Plumber. Hi. Hi, I, I called because we're talking about horses. I figured you needed something to talk about other than that. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? I, I don't know. I'm just fucking... No, what the fuck? Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plumber, plumber calls me like, your show sucks. I'm going to add value to it. I'm not sure yeah. how. Uh, where, are, adding value. where are you these days? Uh, I'm in Indianapolis, finishing up my senior year. What Damn. did you think about uh, 23.1? Did you watch it live? Uh, I didn't watch it live, but I did it yesterday. And how did it go? The, um, it went well. I just don't have ring muscle-ups. I went fast to the first part, though. But, yeah. And, oh, no. Oh. Uh, so, sorry, Will. Hold on. My wife's talking to me. I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yes. Uh, uh, say Yes. Asking what time we'd like to meet over there. Can you get the boys dressed in time? Okay, Will. Uh, uh, what was I going to ask? I was going to ask you something. Oh, let's just get to down to the nitty. Uh, horse girls are the best rides. Yeah. That's yes. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> diggity. What's what's that guy's name on uh, Family Guy? Diggity. 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 What was that guy's name on Family Guy? Uh, Osmond. Quagmire. 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 Osmond. He was always at a quagmire. Hey, a, a plumber. What did you do? Are you okay with the, the wrong weights being used? I, I, I honestly no. think that they should. Oh, I'm totally okay with it. I think they should have changed the workout. I'm dead serious. Should have just changed it to lower the weight. Yeah, for the whole world. Like fuck you, Laura and Gabby did it. Fuck off. We change it. It's just gangster. I think if they wouldn't have gotten called out for it, they wouldn't have done anything. Right? No, like, no, no way. No way. It well, like hey, it, if they wouldn't have got it called out for it, no one would have known because exactly. no one on their team knew. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, it looked, it was a green plate and then a blue plate for the men. So, right? You think that's automatically 95, 135. 
but right, it takes someone like Mike Halpin to look at it. <coughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Good, good to hear your voice. If you don't have any stories about, did you ever slept with a horse girl? <laughs> I, I've not hooked up with a horse girl. No, I haven't, but I've heard about them. All right. did, you have a neighbor, did you have a neighbor named Todd? No, I did not have a neighbor named Todd. All right. <laughs> Plumber, let me say this. You're a young man. You go find yourself a horse girl at least once, all right? Yeah. All right. Roger that, Susan. We'll right. get on just it. Don't, just don't do anything crazy. This is a short relationship for like 60 days or less. All 24 right. hours. A quick burn. Wear your Kevlar vest. All right. Thank you, brother. <laughs> oh, shit. I hung up on him. That was on accident. Bye, Sorry, Plumber. Thank you, Plumber. <laughs> I was trying to – I didn't have my phone plugged in. I was checking the battery on it. Sorry, Will. Sorry, Will. Okay, uh, four forty-five. Uh, this one is called Democrat or Republican, a D or an R. Are we gonna guess? I need a hot toddy and a sauna. Ooh, oh, that's nice. I don't. I don't know what my head can. Um, uh, Glenn Quagmire is that really his first name, Glenn? I don't know if my head can. Um, hand. I'm very nervous that this headache will come back. The headache was crazy. I don't get headaches. 4.45. I'm going to get, as soon as you guys load up in the car, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to breakfast. Uh, so this guy's name, this is, this is the, this is one of the craziest stories ever. Randy Obernauer, 74 of Kilowana, Canada, cries as he tries to clean his own catheter. That's the thing that goes in your cock, by the way. Um, so you can pee without going to the toilet. It's just like this. Th it's one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever had done to me. I had it done to me as a little kid when I had surgery on my head. It's so you can stay in bed and pee. It's horrible. But anyway, his friends had requested additional care for him, but his care providers asked if he would be interested in undergoing euthanasia instead. What? <laughs> huh? Dude, you I'm pretty sure die. this is a true story, guys. I, I know you, you want to be like, no, there's no way this is true. Look this up. This is absolutely nuts. So... These are, once again, just throw this in the list of Democrats. I know there's someone out there being like, well, not all Democrats are like that. I'm not talking about all Democrats. What I'm saying is, is this is all part, this is part of that platform for that political party. Fucking nuts. That doesn't happen under Republican leadership where someone needs their catheter clean and they offer to fucking smoke you. That's fucking one world fucking Nazi socialism, um, Democrat shit. It's all in that bucket. Well, yeah, of course it's true. It's Canada. Kenneth Delap. Yeah. Uh, uh, Audrey, uh, my horse girl college roommate had the most gigantic ass. That's just a great sentence. <laughs> it's from all the English saddle riding. It's from all the Armenian saddle riding. <laughs> No, it wasn't a joke. They fuck. It wasn't a joke. They weren't like, "Hey, do you want us to kill you?" What if they did that? What if? What if the government sent you that? We can just kill you instead. Just kidding. They put like a J slash K. <laughs> JK at the bottom, unless you're gonna do it. Uh, uh, Renee gets is sad because that chick had a huge ass. Don't be a huge ass is good. I know you're not talking about the ass. I, oh, okay. I was gonna say. <laughs> Okay, so I, I this this whole I, I'm I'm probably going to be stuck on this idea for a while. I don't want to alienate my Democrat listeners. 
my 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 fellow atheists like myself. But All two of fuck, them. dude, our party is fucked up. All the worst shit. There's no, we don't have any of the good stuff. We don't have any, all the dumb shit is our party. We're fucking, all the gross fucked up shit. Do you think, do you yeah. think Jeffrey Epstein was a Republican or a Democrat? I think, I think he was a. Exactly he, what he was. He was on both sides of the fence there, brother. No, he was a fucking Democrat, dude. He's a fucking Clintonite. We checked that list out yet? I started to, yeah, it's great. I just try. I don't want to do it until it becomes like official, whatever that. Official, means. yeah. It, with the Democrats, one thing you can guarantee is uh, they're going to keep the poor extremely poor. Um, a shitload of people are going to die in a proxy war. The defense budget is going to go through the roof. The military-industrial complex will continue to get its uh, its huge slice of the economic pie. And I'll get and, my tiny uh, slice. Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't even get a slice. Oh yeah, you you're, you're, are you are you talking table. about? Are you seeing what's happening? What I guess, Camilla uh, Harris. Uh, said two important things today. She's excited about the new school buses because each child will have their own USB charger and the buses will have Wi-Fi and, so that you can further program our kids. And I guess we're saying that they uh, acts against humanity, that Russia's done acts against humanity. Yeah, did you see that clip um, where they talked about, <laughs> it was a reporter that was pushing, and I don't know the the whole entire context on it, but it looked like it was you know a general spokesperson that was up in front, and he was going, you know, Russia's uh, getting its army, and it's it's really stacking up against on the uh, on the eastern side. And then the reporter goes, "Yeah, because isn't NATO pushing over there?" And he goes, well, "Oh, that's yeah, awesome! Because, because Russia was invading uh, is invading the Ukraine." Or, um, uh, you know, Putin's yeah, straight it. calling them Nazis now. And, uh, and yeah, and he goes, he goes, yeah, so Ukraine's not part of NATO, though. And right. he's like, kind of stops and he goes, well, they're pushing onto the east side. Russia's forming its military. And he goes, again, because NATO is expanding east to its borders, what else is it supposed to do? And he goes, well, we're there to protect Ukraine. And he goes, Ukraine's not part of NATO. I don't, do, do you see the issue here? Yeah. So it's actually NATO pushing forward, not the Russians. And it was it was interesting to watch him. So, if you see that, send me that. I want to see that. I know, I know. I saw it on a on PVD's podcast. It was just a clip on there about it, but it was crazy. For those of us living under a European rock, what's the Epstein list about? So what? there's this there's this guy, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, and he had an island, and this island was financed by all the biggest fucking banks. I'm I'm speaking in huge sweeping generalizations, so you get it. But this island was, and he were financed by the richest people in the world, owners of Victoria's Secrets, huge fucking banking conglomerates. And basically what he would do is he would fly dudes out there to fuck underage girls. And there's a whole Netflix series on it that's almost impossible to watch. I watched like the first 30 minutes. I want to fucking throw up. I don't even want that shit going in my head. I'm in such denial. But basically, um, he, he got arrested for it eventually, and then he died mysteriously in jail in the United States. They say he hung himself. But there were supposed to be cameras in his jail, and there were supposed to be guards watching him, and the guards like took a break, and the cameras were turned off. And so now his chick, his main madam, who's hot as fuck, by the way. They don't ever make her look good, but um, she, uh, she's in jail, and she was uh, sentenced to jail. And there was, during the court case, there was a list of all the, of their top clients. And now the list is about to come out and it's got, you know, people on there like fucking Justin Trudeau and shit like that. And it's going to be, it's going to be wild. Hey, and that shit's crazy because you remember that when the judge that was originally residing on the case had that uh, FedEx employee come up 
full on in a FedEx truck and everything else and rang the doorbell when they went to answer for the package. He just fucking whipped out a machine gun and just blasted everybody through the Wait, front door. Where was that? At Epstein's Island? No, that what? was like during the when the case was going on with Epstein, the judge that was residing over the case, a FedEx truck, the FedEx delivery truck pulled up like it was going to drop off. A oh, the yes. Fucking blast yes. Her husband, blasted her kid. And she ended up just being downstairs in, in a <coughs> different spot at the time. So she didn't get hit. But that's some crazy like out of a movie shit. You know what I mean? That, like, oh, shit. I just caught a piece of my lung. Wow. I'll be there in a minute. Hey, that's really what happened. We need to pull that story up. I remember that someone trying to kill the judge. She wasn't killed though, right? No, she wasn't. But I think her husband or and her kid was or something like that. <clears throat> and I don't know oh. if that dude ever got away or if it ever got caught. That FedEx what, it, what does this mean? Oh, shit. There goes my voice. What does uh -oh. this mean? The Epstein mafia all had one thing in common, but seven ain't touching that one with a 10 foot pole. I don't know. Help a brother out, Simon. Be so vague, Simon, to say it. God, it's a, it's a nice. Oh, that's it. My voice is gone. Son of a bitch. Uh, New York, New Jersey federal judge's son killed, killed husband injured by gunman dressed as a delivery man. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Swept that shit under the rug. I mean, think about the access. Like, if you uh, go try to steal a FedEx truck, how far do you think you're going to get? Hey, stop saying shit like this. Or scroll down a little bit. This is just ridiculous. Phil Murphy, whose son was murdered and husband seriously wounded uh, yesterday in a brazen, cowardly act of gun violence. There was nothing cowardly about it, you dipshits. <laughs> I hate it when they do that. Like, they call the fucking uh, the 9-11 the, the bombers cowards. Like, shut the fuck up. They were not cowards. As psychopaths. They were they were they went in there to die on the plane. Yeah. And kill everybody else with them. Hey, shut it. I wasn't even drinking. Shut it. I don't even drink that much. Stop saying that. Paragon of health. I really am. I really am. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, last one. Last one. Here we go. Uh, is your daughter retarded, stupid, or an imbecile? Or does she uh, have a lack of uh, sense of humor or hate the female form? Oh, here we go. So here's the thing. <clears throat> this is the, uh, this is just great. This lady thinks that asking if that women write this this girl right here hates the female form and thinks that this question is inappropriate. And this is kind of like once again how you expose just bad thinking action. A lot of people don't watch the women's leagues. Do you think it might help if they played topless? No, that's extremely misogynistic and disgusting. Well, the ratings would probably go up, right? Yeah, but that's pretty. What do you think is a better idea to get the ratings up? Educate and advocate for women's rights, especially with. No, but where would the money come from? That's why I'm trying to figure out revenue streams. Well, you have to spend money to make. Well, they've definitely been spending money. So no on the topless thing. Your women should play naked. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Do you like it? Yeah, I don't mind it. Is me too. Nice, dude. Hey, here's the deal. She, that girl thinks that if women play topless, that it would be shitty, disgusting, and misogynistic. Imagine thinking that women topless is disgusting. Imagine that. Explain that to me. She is a woman. Well, she's not a lesbian, that's for sure. Are you out of your fuck? How is that misogynistic? No, you thinking that it's disgusting is misogynistic or getting close to it. 
That's how ass backwards they are. And I leave you with this. Do you think they're Democrats or Republicans? Okay. Uh, I leave uh, the floor to you guys. Um, you guys are great people. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show with uh, Susan, Caleb. And um, they don't know that I'm about to leave the show. Are you, are you guys ready to go too? What? Like, yeah, I'm gonna give you, guys, you guys get five minutes without that, me. Don't put that pressure on us. Nah. <laughs> um, I love you guys. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Every time he leaves, I'm always the first thing I thought is like, okay, well, what are we going to talk about? And then 900 things run through my mind at the same exact time. And then I just freeze and don't talk about anything at all. Yeah. Well, there's a comment from Katie Gannon that I thought was interesting. Are you going to read it or am I? I'll read it. Am I the uh, narrator? Hey guys, a gym in Anchorage had a nightmare Friday night lights situation. Turn again, CrossFit, partial roof collapse, one lost life, one critical. They must have got a lot of snow or something. That sounds pretty shitty. Damn, that's crazy. I think was there a GoFundMe? We can uh, put that up. In. Yeah, let's find it. Show that. Um, my twenty three point one is that 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 hasn't happened. I've been in uh, Phoenix since Wednesday night, but when I did it in. 2014 i got 10 muscle ups i remember that which that was 10 I years ago yeah and i was probably much fitter then because i was like training full-time and still thinking i was going to regionals <laughs> and how to score 10 muscle ups you weren't even fucking close to regionals that's wild yeah i don't yeah i can't remember if i did that uh in 2014 but i think i did the open but i don't think i recorded it because i tried to look at my scores and i just and there was nothing in there. You talk about Haley and Kara. Um, oh, yeah, Savon brought up. Not up on that story. Uh, Haley, I didn't realize this, but in Haley's post, she said that she has an eating disorder. And everybody's been saying that. I was like, where are you seeing that? Apparently, it's true. Um, oh, so, she, so that's why she's like like doing the whole step away thing? Yeah, that's why she's not, not competing this year. And then... Kara said she's not competing this year at all. Like she's not even going to do the open. She said that's the first time in 10 years that she's uh, not doing any, any competing in CrossFit at all. She even I, did it I when mean, she was pregnant. That, that makes sense though, because she's been in for so long and like at some point you're just kind of like, you know, how many, how many last runs are you going to give it? Right. Yeah. I was impressed with how she did last year. Yes. You're back. No, I'm not. Hey, oh. um, <laughs> Uh, look at, look at, if you guys want to look at something, look at Cara Saunders' most recent post and she says she can't run. And oh. like, like an idiot, I went to the fact that like something's wrong with her legs or something, but then someone else mentioned, Hey, it's probably cause, she, um, from the, uh, someone sent me this and said, it's probably from the vax and she can't elevate her heartbeat. Oh, Nelly. Not this one, is it? Yeah, this is it. This is this 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 concerns me a little bit. We should try to get her on the show and see what's going on. Okay, uh, take take a, if you guys want something to talk about. This is interesting. I'd be curious to hear you guys speculate on it. I'll be listening in the car. You guys are the best. Bye, bye, bye. I I'm always like I wonder too like how far down the the rabbit hole are we going with the whole blame it on the vaccine thing? But it does it is hard not to do that when you have all these like really fit individuals that all are having a bunch of random issues and by random we mean common denominator issues but i hate always going right to the the vaccine speculation yeah i mean there's a lot of things that can go wrong with all sorts of people so i mean i don't know here let's listen to this everyone haven't really done this before but i thought i would jump on here and um give you guys a quick tip 
for the Open if you are doing the CrossFit Open. So for CrossFitters, this, this is for you. Um, I don't think this is it. <laughs> uh, She's promoting it. The interesting thing, too, about, like, somebody said, uh, was it Brian Spence that Haley had an uh, eating disorder? Oh, okay. Um, and, I mean, that's tough because then she said she did was been doing CrossFit since she was 14. Whenever you're ready, go ahead and play it. I'm just I'm just yeah, chatting about it a little. Oh, Brian Spence says that was it. Oh, okay. He fine. said that was that hey, was the clip. All right, from the top. Fine. Everyone, I haven't really done this before, but I thought I would jump on here and um, give you guys a quick tip uh, for the Open if you are doing the CrossFit Open. So for CrossFitters, this, this is for you. Um, I have just finished my mobility routine and a 5K walk to start my Saturday because that is all I can do right now. I will not be doing the Open workout, Devo, but... It's nice to have a break from something so that you can miss it. Apparently, I got one of the high scores for this workout. I don't remember why or how I did that. But I do know that if you are going to redo the workout, which most people do, you won't get a better score just by really wanting a better score. So make sure you analyze what you did the first time and make some changes. I think a lot of people often think that just because they really want it or somebody else got a score, that they're just going to automatically do the workout again and they're going to get a better score. And they don't take into consideration the fatigue from the first effort um, or the fact that maybe they haven't actually changed anything. So make sure you analyze what you did. Try and um, recover as best you can. Give yourself a big gap before you do it again. You know, mobilize, drink heaps of water, eat heaps of food. Did Brian Spin lead us in the wrong direction? We just got a bunch of uh, well, advice from the open with Car. Nothing about <laughs> not being able to run. I guess she did. She did mention that she's only be, she's only able to walk, so she like she can't. I mean, I, it sounds like she can't really elevate her heart rate much. But I mean, that could be a whole host of reasons. She could just be anything. It could be anything. I don't know. That's weird. The Vax obsession in the U.S. is crazy. Total non-issue in the U.K. You guys are insane. Like, you guys as in us, or are you just blanket stating the whole entire United States? Also, too, like, what type of, uh, what type of like, news is coming out with a bunch of athletes having tons of uh, medical issues there? Is that something that is a, um, is a, uh, a, allowed to be said in the U.K. and that you guys are getting, or what's going on with that? Heaps of food, check. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Blanket the whole U.S. Good for you, Russ. That's a great mindset. You keep that up and just keep grouping people together, oversimplifying, overgeneralization. That's what we love. Yes, yeah, nice. Yeah, all of us, all of us suck all the time. We all I'm not suck. saying that's that's evidence. I'm saying it's an observation of something that is happening a lot that wasn't happening before. Not not claiming it as as evidence, just claiming it as a observation. It's easy to go when the as long as the comments keep going because then I could just continuously use uh, them for for content. Yeah, exactly. Hey, did you hear about that uh, airplane in December that took off from uh, Kauai and then went up about um, 2,200 feet and then dropped almost, uh, just above 700 feet above the ocean, only to then accelerate back up to the to the top and then level back out? Ten minutes after that, as like the people on the plane claimed, it felt like a roller coaster ride. That uh, that. 10 minutes after that, the pilot came out and was like, hey, guys, you felt a couple of Gs there, but we're okay. Everything's okay, and we're back on track. What the hell? That? No. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, you know there's, like, that plane that does the – they have, like, that G plane where, like, you go up and down and, like, it, like, the, does the uh, – 
weightless flights or whatever. That's yeah, how I yeah. imagine that being. That's terrifying. Yeah, they said it was 2.7 Gs that the people felt as it as it dropped, which is, of course, the somehow populated in my news article moments before I got on a plane. So that was great because all of you guys know from the past how I feel about that. And I was like, why the fuck was I scrolling through this? And it, the algorithm populated this in front of me <laughs> right now. It, was not it, knows. It, can, it can hear your fears. It hears them. I know it knows. The other thing that was was saying about Haley a little bit is like when you start that young, and this is something that we talk about at the gym when we go into like, I like to call it the nutrition reset rather than like a nutrition challenge because it's not based off like a weight loss or body fat like percentage. There's a bunch of different um, metrics that we take as far as like making it the ultimate goal. But one of the things that, uh, that I always think about is like when, when people get into the sport super young and they become very obsessive about measuring and weighing their food and everything else like that. Like what type of a uh, consequence will that have in the um, future? And I don't think it's very uncommon for people to experience what uh, Haley is experiencing there with when you become super obsessed about everything that's going into your, your body and weighing and measuring and stuff like that. What negative effect can you have on that have on you in the long, the long term, Right. And I wonder if that, has anything to do with with what she is experiencing now with the eating disorders yeah the uh i'm always surprised when you have kids when you have somebody who starts something so young and they're able to continue to do it for like a long time like 10 15 years after like especially if you started at 14 15 years old i just imagine that has to be either you either you figured out pretty early how to like balance those things like being a kid and going to school or hanging out with your friends and stuff like that or you just like i don't know i i imagine you just have to figure out really early how to how to sort that stuff out otherwise you're just you're going to get burnt out and you're going to not enjoy doing it anymore yeah like Devin, 100%, Tim, i think is a good example of that i mean i don't know her super well but it just seems like she's she's got a little bit of a balance there where she'll she gets to hang out with her friends she gets she doesn't really seem to be super neurotic about everything yeah i mean you have to be in in this isn't it's not just a crossfit thing obviously we just use this as an example but you guys know that you've had a freaking coach that's just completely obsessed with the record of the team and and you might be a a talent on that so all of a sudden there's a ton of uh, pressure to do well and all this stuff and it just becomes like this obsession and the long term of that is not good because if you think even if you have a long career in crossfit somebody like let's use tia as an example right was one seven times was it that's still such a small portion of your life so without actually having somebody who's looking at everything holistically, meaning like, hey, there's going to be an after this and what are we doing and what type of things are we doing now that aren't going to be realistic in the future and how do we balance that out to make sure that there's some longevity to, to, to what you're doing is super important because if you don't have that and, and you're just solely focused on that little portion, like that's when people have serious issues coming out of it because their whole identity is wrapped up in just that one thing. I mean, every day and the way they live their life and everything else, which is going to happen either way. But if you have somebody guiding you in the right direction, especially I'm talking about teenagers here, um, and let them know that, hey, this is, just a po- this is just a small portion of your life. We hope that you have a long, great career and you could do this professionally, but there's no way that you know, we need to think and set everything up like that right now. It's similar to like when you have people who join the military at 17, 18 years old and they've never, they're fresh out of high school. I mean, some of them even have done like ROTC in high school and stuff like that, where they've just obsessed so much about being in the military. And that's like 
their only identity. They wear the the camo clothes outside a uniform. They're like everything about them is screaming like, hey, I'm in the military kind of thing. And then they stay in for 10, 15, 20 years. And as soon as they get out, they don't know what to do with themselves. Like they're 38 years old and they can pick up another career and they don't know what they're like. Well, I've been an infantryman for 20 years or I've been like, I've I've just run a gun for so long or I've done something that doesn't transfer out into the real world. Like, I don't know what to do with myself, you know? And so, yeah, if you, if you don't have somebody, (laughs) if you don't have somebody, yeah. My only identity is army vet. Stop calling me out, Caleb. Hey, man, you got to find some other stuff to do too. I, I mean, you do. You do a pretty good job of that. But if you're if you're stuck and being like, "Where's my military discount, bro?" <laughs> you got to get fucked, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, all the great resources that we have here in the United States for the people that serve our country, right? They just go to the to to the to the vet stuff and they help them out with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they give us like a transition course. Like you're supposed to like, oh, here's a here's a couple weeks of classes. We're gonna tell you about what it's like here. We're gonna help you with your fucking resume, and we're gonna tell you, hey, these are all the transferable skills that you have. And then as soon as you uh, as soon as the day comes, like your badge gets revoked, and see you later, dude. Nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> Nobody cares, man. The cogs keep moving. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. You've already been used up and kicked to the curb, uh, Chris. But self-discipline is not a mental disorder. Not not what I was referring to there in terms of self uh, self-discipline. I was just saying, just leaning too hard into one thing and not looking at the the how much time you actually have in your life, focusing solely on sports, because very very few percentage of that at all has a, a longevity. Uh, in their sport past their teenage and early 20 years. Exactly. Okay, boom. Well, it's 810, so we're going to have people showing up in this ballroom to start setting up in a moment here. Anything else you want to do before we sign it off? No, I think that's it. Well, that's good. This is the first time that we've had Savon drop off and me not go into a complete panic. (laughs) I think think we did okay. (laughs) Which is, you know, which is funny too, because... We have obviously a lot of people that that rotate in and out of the show, and like sometimes they'll get the confidence and they'll be like, "Oh fuck this, I could just do this on my own, or I'll go somewhere else." And then in in, in the absence of Sevon, like you could show how much like he's moving the show forward and how much that that he is it, right? He's the foundation of it. When and he makes all of us look really good. So when he's here and it drops off, you can tell you're like, "Uh." and it's funny because I had my own podcast for like three years, but I rely so much on him pushing the show forward and everything else that we're lucky enough that we just get to come and log in and sit down. Exactly. And like his mind and like people, I don't think realize like how much he puts into this. I mean, I I know some of the the regulars and stuff like that do, but I mean, his mind is always moving towards the the, the, the show. It's always about advancing it. It's always about evolving it. It's always about content and everything else. And it makes it easy for us to just come and come on here and just, and just kind of follow along on the, uh, the coattails. I mean, especially what, what he's, um, you know, what he's done for me. It's like, I'm sitting in this ballroom and have this opportunity only, only because of him. Right. So if I would have prepared a little bit more, uh, material, we could have, we could have pushed this out a little bit longer to that 90 minute mark and maybe he would have been would have been stoked. Um, my, did we talk about Travis Mayer being out this year? He broke his hand, and all of us are really sad because Travis Mayer is the fucking man. He's the dude. So, when I was quick story, when I was flying back from Wadapalooza, 
super early in the morning getting back onto the plane on Monday morning because I fly all the way back across the country. So it's like that full day of travel. And um, I always try to just get the hell out of there as early as I can. And I woke up and I'm beat because I was running around with my iPhone all weekend, you know, doing the live stuff. And you know how demanding that is, Caleb. You're doing Mm -hmm. it from that end too. It's crazy. And so I'm just like super tired and I'm walking, getting on the plane. And all of a sudden I see somebody with a phone, like pushing it, like it was pushing it towards me. They're like, Hey, what, what were your thoughts of those last event? And I like looked out and it's Travis Mayer on my plane. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hilarious. I started cracking up. He's a, he's a great dude. He was one of the first people that when I went out to Wadapalooza made it really comfortable to kind of break the ice. I mean, him and him and uh, Ariel Lowell, they were like super cool to me, broke the ice on it because people don't realize like, and I didn't either because we always see it from this end. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm just a fucking dude out there with an iPhone on a tripod, walking around, putting it in people's faces, asking questions like that. It's not. It's easy. pretty funny watching you walk around. Like whenever I saw you at Wadapalooza, I was like, this is hilarious. Honestly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're just kind of like cruising around trying to, <laughs> Find some sort of content, stuff like that. Um, there was a question I saw up here, and I was when I post uh, that. Uh, yes, this. Oh, good. No, I was just gonna say, Barbo, uh, Brian Spin here put, "How about Tia doing 180 reps?" That is disrespectful. <laughs> the disrespect Tia has to come on here and crush all of us pregnant like that <laughs> i mean it just shows how amazing she actually is and I, I, i'm not sure you know we could have the we could have the debate uh as far as um you know when the baby in the womb is a baby but if we're going to claim that a baby does that is that the fittest baby in the world right now too is that how that works is it i think so oh my goodness that is incredible i can't believe yeah. she's doing toes to bar jonathan said the, the, the dm and i was just like Oh my gosh, I just sent back the disrespect. The disrespect. Top 12% of women submitted scores. Incredible. And you know what, too? She'll probably get a bunch of shit and people be like, that's so bad for your baby. Oh my gosh. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, not that fucking long ago, like, we didn't live in this, this bubble wrapped society. Like, you know, what happens if you were pregnant and a fucking bear came and attacked? Like, Seriously. you had to run. You had it's to get cr- away. It's crazy what, uh, what like is I guess prescribed, if you will, once once women get pregnant. Like as soon as you go to the doctor, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you're pregnant. Here's a host of things that you should not be doing, like quote unquote, should not be doing." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you uh, make sure no weight bearing, or like make sure you're not on your feet for too long. All this other shit. It's crazy." In the, in the military, though, they like at least for the docs that I work with who have been pregnant, they have them working basically until like a week prior to their due date. Like the the it's it's crazy what happens. They're like, oh well, you can wear tennis shoes instead of boots, but you still need to be seeing patients for ten hours a day. <laughs> and I, was like, Damn. I was like, that's kind of fucked. But yeah, and it's funny too because we had that the whole debate like having a baby in the hospital versus not. And I get that there was a lot of um, a lot of tragedy that came back in the day, but like think about how where we came from as a human race, right? Like you were just like in a fucking teepee. And like had a baby there and it was like and we made it this far so and i'm not using that as argument because i know that at that time too like infant mother death was extreme so Still all right i think that's it uh let's give us your most embarrassing moment making content at these things I mean, all my embarrassing moments are public because I'm live the whole entire time. I mean, I <laughs> still get shit for, oh, there's the two, right? It was when uh, 
Sarah Sigmund's daughter didn't have her best showing in that one event. And it was funny because Ariel came out and started started uh talking to um started talking to me right away. And I was like, Oh, my confidence is up. This is cool. Oh, there's Sarah, let's go grab her. And she ran away. Like, okay. It's crazy. That was, was bold of you, but it was it was a good effort. It was a good effort. And I love how it continues to escalate every time somebody retells it. They're like, yeah, and she ran away and she's a chaser down with the camera. And then that the <laughs> she other was really crying awful. and yelling, get away from yeah. me. <laughs> and the other uh moment was like when um after the swim event two years ago and Haley's like knee was bleeding for whatever reason. And I just like came up and like point the camera at her knee and then point the camera at her face and I was like, that looks kind of bad. Are you okay? And then she just walks away. <laughs> I don't remember that. That was awesome. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. that was not good on my part. But, you know, you live and you learn. You got to test it out. And the thing is, too, is if you try to wait for – if you're out there making content like that and trying to talk to those athletes, if you wait for, like, a good moment, you're going to get fucking nothing. Because, yeah. you know, especially that first year when nobody really – you know, the podcast was still relatively new. Sure, we had, we, you know, we were known in the space, but it wasn't like how it is now. And so it, that's, that's tough. Like people are just going to come up to you. And now to this time around, I got that a little bit more, which was nice, um, which helped kind of with my, with my confidence getting out there and talking to them. But yeah, it's not a, uh, it's not an easy task. Oh, Trish, you lift me up and then you slap me down, huh? My historical data from the Flintstones. Well, that's not true because the Flintstones are a vitamin. So I don't even know what you're talking about. I only know them as a vitamin. Imagine that, a fucking pressed pill as like a vitamin targeted towards kids. They're the best ones. <laughs> oh, Sakurai, again, thank you. I don't know if you saw the episode, but thank you so much for the uh, Nano 2s. That was awesome. Really appreciate that. That's dope. The primetime Alex Stein of crap. Maybe I just go that route and just go fucking lunatic and like run up and be like, hey, I heard you were screwing so and so. Is that true? Is that true? And put a camera on their face. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, anything else you would you would like to uh, add here, Kim, before we sign it off? No, this has just been this has been a lot of fun, Susa. Glad we got ambushed today. Yeah, that was good. It always got to be kicked out into the deep end, see if you could swim or not, right? Sure. Yep. Got to. Yeah. Susan Hillis. No, I got yelled at. I went back and watched that one, and we were there during the uh, when uh, uh, California Hormones bought everybody a drink after our CEO board meeting at the games. And it's funny because I watched that back, and you could see. Um, <laughs> you could see Hiller and Hipstein like in the small corner of my camera, which was just set up sitting there as I was like talking with everybody. And you could hear someone yelling, like, pick up the camera, run, Susan, get over there with it. What's he doing? He's just sitting there talking. And I had like no idea Hiller was even over there that was happening. I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, I don't think he that can hear hilarious. you. Yeah, he was, he was, uh, it's like, turn it up, turn it up, get to my closer, my closer, my closer. <laughs> Kenneth, this is just a fucking backhanded compliment. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good, but also viewership drop. But yeah, you guys are cool. <laughs> I guess we'll 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 go with you guys for now. Thanks, oh, dude. So funny. When I, I post to the games here, I don't know. Maybe sorry. Kenneth. <laughs> when I posted that question about who has manlier hands between Colton Mertens or uh, uh, Savon. From when Colton posted that <laughs> yeah. posted that video of the, with the audio, yeah, uh, that was great. By the way, uh, Ariel's husband Dylan DM me and said, "Neither 
is me. <laughs> Dylan's awesome. I was like, that's Dylan's fucking awesome. hilarious. What a good time. Uh, Katie, the funny thing about that is in 2017, I started a podcast and um, the 20 viewers that just left were my 20 viewers that uh, only watched it. So I actually did an interview with Sevon, the first person to interview Sevon, drove to his house and interviewed him in, in his garage. No CrossFit talk. It was just about his kids. And then I interviewed Adrian Bosman and uh, Craig Howard. And then that was transitioning into um, helping out with this podcast. So I did have my own podcast. I did it every single week. I also used to film a ton of stuff with the gym and make little videos about it when my members would go to competitions or lifting meets and all that type of stuff too. So I also, back in the day, used to film um, all my friends skateboarding. This is when it would have like the mini high eight tapes and you'd have to yeah. plug it in. It was like right when uh, a lot of the digital stuff came out. I think we got like a uh, final cut, like downloaded illegally off LimeWire and like uh, would edit up the videos that way. And I would go around and film all my friends that skated. And I was good enough to be in like the good group of skaters, but definitely not like the top tier. Like a lot you of could like Ollie really and kickflip and then just ride around. No, 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 no. I could do, I could do more than, more than that. Um, you had to at least uh, board slide the Carnegie handrail here in Livermore. And you had to do a some sort this? of trick down the Granada eight. This is a, it's a, actually, yeah, you probably could look it up. Carnegie park in Livermore, California. And uh, that was like the, it was like what they called the beginner handrail. So you had to like, you had to board slide that in order to like be in the cool kid. Yes, 100%. I filmed with a fisheye lens. Ken Flap, did you film with a fisheye lens? Yes. I got it like super close. It was hilarious. Uh, what, just, what are your thoughts on individuals doing CrossFit and Globo Gyms? I mean, a ton of people start there and then they realize they don't want to be looked at like a weirdo and they usually go to an affiliate. The interesting thing about a lot of the access only gyms yes oh look at you caleb so you'll have to go to the front entrance that's the side yep and then go down yep and then spin and then can you go in any further but that stair set yeah. right there in front of the fountain so interesting story about that stair set when we went down there to uh to board slide it um one of my friends got his foot caught in the rail and fell down the flight of stairs and landed on his fucking face and busted out his two front teeth and oh, shit. yeah and it was crazy because he looks up and when he looks up it was just blood is pouring and uh we were we filmed everything we did back then right so we we had it on film but there was that fountain ah there it is yep yeah that handrail right there you oh, had the board dope. slide so for those of you guys that are listening to this there's like it's i think it's like a six or seven stair uh, handrail it's got a super short runway and then it runs right into the fountain so you had to stand on the stairs drop the board down you got one good push and then you had to uh had to hit the uh, handrail this is a seven or eight stair um trish i can't remember but i just had dreams of that fountain because it was like making this like noise like this and that's like when he hit the ground it was just like boom yeah he stood on the stair you drop the board down one good push and you go and that was the problem that's his tight. foot was too far forward on the board and so when he went to Ollie to hit the stairs, his foot slid off the front of the top of the board, and then he tripped on the handrail. So oh, it was man. nuts. Oh. Do you follow uh, Nigel Houston? Oh, yeah. So the videos that he's been posting of, like, every, uh, every like, miss that he's had, I don't know how, what, what, oh. why, how you say that, but he has just, like, a series of videos where he just posts the... Um, like everything that he's ever missed 
basically, and it is disgusting. Like the falls that he's had from like ten stairs, fifteen stairs, twenty stairs. Yeah, it's, it's bad. gnarly, dude. <laughs> long swoopy hair. I didn't have that that long of hair back then, but it was long. But yeah, that was kind of the the entry point, right? So then, what I did with that with the camera and the uh, the illegally downloaded version of the editing software was I went to all my buddies and I went, "Hey, I'm gonna I'll film you guys." Yeah, that handrail's gnarly. Hmm. And um, I would film all of them, and then I would make a little DVD, and I'd go down to the local skate shop, and I would uh, help get them sponsored. And then, yeah, that sucks. And uh, once they would get sponsored, like I'd make them the tape, I'd go there, I'd drop it off to the owner of the skate shop, and we'd talk about it, and the skater would come in, and then I would just ask for, like, free stuff. So once they got sponsored, I'd be like, hey, like, give me, like, a free board, or, like, if you get a discount, like, buy me this, or whatever. Uh, DC or Osiris, the Osiris D3s. If you didn't have a pair of those Osiris D3s at some point, <laughs> did you even really skate? Uh, Trish, come on, is that even a question? You should, you like, you pretty much have me pegged on this show. You should know Trish Ash Street or Vert, 100% street skater. I mean, we made some of the ramps, but at the same time, it wasn't. Yeah. Yes, oh my bro. God. Yes, bro. They were fucking moon boots. <laughs> Those are disgusting. Dude, it was, they were gnarly. And you'd wear them with like baggy pants and shit, you know? And the tongue would be totally pulled forward and partly laced. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. Oh RB, my God. do I know you, Todd from the Board Shack? Is that who you're talking about right now? That's a throwback, or was that Union Skate Shop? Or is it Todd, the one who gave you your first handy? <laughs> oh, that's what he's talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so good, Caleb. You're right. You're right. I'm like thinking about the skate shops in Livermore. Like, which one was? I think it was Mike who owned the board shack. And this dude, there'd be like a bunch of like seventh graders in there. This fool would go to the back and just rip a bong and shit, and then come back out and be like, "You guys want to watch a skate video or get some free stickers?" It was hilarious. Dude, I love stickers. Dude, this dude bought so much inventory. The skate shop was just stacked with shit, and like. Within like a handful of years, of course, he was out, out of business. But <laughs> oh funny. my god, that's <laughs> hilarious! Oh goodness. Okay, all right. I'm ready to jam. I gotta get some stuff over here. All right. Do I need to end we, it? We right. held it down for a little bit. Yeah, you could end it. All right. Cool. Adios, everybody. Have a great day. Later, dudes.